So welcome to 8 at 8, your daily source of disciplined thinking. Welcome to everybody watching all across our platforms. Good morning to Patty and Anna and Peter and Steve, Jim and Kathy, Lou Reed. So good to see you here and Carol and Diane. Good morning back to you. We are excited to have you here today because today we're going to talk about how God wants to take our our mistakes and turn them into momentum. How God wants to take our mistakes and turn them into momentum. And I'm just going to start in Acts chapter 8. We're just going to go with one of the one of the people in the Bible who I think was the excuse me but he was probably the biggest jerk before he was a Christ follower he was from the tribe of Benjamin he was uh, one who really didn't like Christians he thought he was better than everybody else and somehow today we recognize him as probably uh, one of the greatest apostles who ever lived and so we go to Acts chapter 8 how can how can uh, God take our mistakes and turn them into momentum. In Acts chapter 8, we see a situation where Paul is just, uh, Paul just sees the approval of a killing by Christians of a man named Stephen. It says this in Acts chapter 8, and Saul approved of his execution. And Stephen was a good guy. Stephen was upstanding. Stephen was doing the right thing. Paul was religious. Paul was religious. And there arose on that day a great persecution against the church in Jerusalem. So Paul is leading this persecution in Jerusalem. And they were all scattered throughout regions of Judea and Samaria, except the apostles. So all the Christians were running for their lives. And the apostles were like hanging tight. They were like together. They were not breaking ranks. They were saying, no, we're not going to leave because this is what God has called us to Okay. Devout men buried Stephen, made a great lamentation over him, but Saul was ravaging the church. Here's a man who kept sinning. He kept making mistakes and entering, listen to this, entering house after house. He dragged off men and women and committed them to prison. So Paul would not only wait for you to make a mistake, he, uh, he went looking for you if you were a Christian so that he could say, you know what, that is against the law and he knew he had leverage in that moment. What is a mistake that you have made that has been hard, but quite possibly could lead to the most momentum that you will ever have in your life? You know the story of Paul, right? Paul is walking on a road one day and a voice count sounds down from heaven and it's Jesus, Saul, Saul, because his name wasn't Paul, right? His name was Saul at the time. Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? Essentially what he's saying is what is wrong? Why, why don't you leave my followers alone? Why are you persecuting me? And we know the story, how he is blinded. And then he ends up coming to a relationship with Jesus. What a great story. All the mistakes that Paul had made were covered all the mistakes that Paul had made were covered. What are the mistakes that you have made? Are you willing to just even write it down in the feed today? What are the mistakes that you have made? And you know that Christ has them covered. What are the mistakes that you have made? But you know that God has them 
covered and you are looking forward to seeing the redemption of those mistakes, the momentum in your life from those mistakes. I kind of like what Carla said there. You can all see Carla's comment. She just says, too many, too many. I mean, when you think about it, when you think about the great testimony against us because of all our sin, it makes us need, it makes us need a savior who is for us, who will redeem our sin. And so today I want you to get that deep down in your soul, that the mistakes that you have made, and then maybe even that you made yesterday, and maybe even that you will make today, but God willing, those are going to be limited, that God is going to take those, and he's going to actually, out of those mistakes, provide momentum. You know, one of the things we see about Paul is Paul was really well known because of what he did. I don't know if you've ever thought about it like this, but in the New Testament, Paul was really well known for persecuting Christians. So that when Paul came to Christ, all of a sudden what we see happen is a shift in influence for the negative to the positive. And so, like Karen said, parenting mistakes, all those parenting mistakes that you have made those are going to be shifted into momentum into your kids' lives. Cindy says this, walking away from God made me more compassionate and less judgmental when I came back. You see, if you had great sin in your life, if you had loads and loads of mistakes, we, in the world, for whatever reason, uh, and even in the church sometimes we can do this, we can look at it and go, oh, well, you know, that person really can't be used right now anymore. They can't be even used in the future. And the question that we have to answer sometimes is, do I believe that God can redeem that? Do I believe that God is working on my behalf to redeem that? Not that I should go on sinning so that grace can abound, but do I believe that God can redeem that? I shift to Philippians chapter 3 because now Paul uh, has quite a bit of notoriety right now. He's written a church, he's written a church in the book of Philippians that he planted. And now he is imprisoned in Rome. Now he's the one in prison for the very thing he is persecuting. And ironically, God will meet you at the place of your persecution and he will release the power. And so Paul finds himself in that moment. And it says this in Philippians 3, he's in prison. He doesn't know if he's going to make it out. He doesn't know if he's going to be alive, but it says, Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but I, this one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining toward what lies ahead, I press on for the goal, for the prize of the upward call in Christ Jesus. Do you see that? Paul's mistake now being turned into momentum because he was willing to admit he was wrong and come to Christ. Now he is pressing on. He is pressing on. So in today's feed, why don't you just go ahead and write down, hey, what is your biggest takeaway from today? Can you sense that momentum in your life? Can, can you just joy and glory in the opportunity that you have right now as a Christ follower? And if you're having a hard time with something, a mistake that you've made, will you turn that over to Christ and just say, Lord, I want you to take this mistake and in, in your providence, I want you to turn it into momentum. That's my prayer for you. That's my prayer for our church. That's my prayer for our community right now. That's my prayer for every situation that we're dealing with. All these, all these social situations that we're dealing with, medical situations, that God would take these 
and turn take take these mistakes that we've made and turn them into momentum for his good. Brenda, I love I love those two words. Press on. What are your takeaways for today? Shannon says Shannon says God can redeem anything. He made the world out of nothing. Think about that. That's a good truth. If he can make the world out of nothing, he can redeem your something. All right? We have to admit when we're wrong, Shannon says, and turn it over to him. Kevin says, God can use my mistakes and use them for his glory. Carla says, I need momentum. And I love what Karen says here. Just because we make mistakes doesn't mean all is lost. Someone needs to hear that today. Karen, you had the last word. I love you guys. So good to be back here with you at 8 at 8. Thanks so much to Rusty and and uh, the staff uh, just for for uh, doing 8 at 8 in my absence. And I'm looking forward to what God will do, how he's turning mistakes into momentum. God bless you guys. I love you. Have an awesome Wednesday, and I am out.